0: Hello and welcome to the episode of Everything is Canon, a Cinelinks podcast. I'm your host, Steve Duncan. However, you may have found your way here. Thanks so much for tuning in. On this podcast, we invite authors from all genres onto the show to discuss their latest books and novels, as well as just about anything else that comes to mind. If you want to reach me, there are several ways to do so, but the best way is to email me at steve at cinelinks.com, or you can always find me on Twitter at SteveDunk5 or at EverythingCanon. Today in the show, I'm talking to author and artist Huda Femi all about her latest graphic novel, Huda FRU, which is described as a cheeky, hilarious, and honest graphic novel asks the question everyone has to figure out for themselves, who are you? I'm a cynical person and look for joy and laughter wherever I can get it, especially these days. Huda FRU is one of the funniest books I've ever read and still makes me laugh every time I read it. But here's the thing. Don't dismiss this graphic novel as simply being purely comedic, because not only did I laugh, but I also cried and I also lamented. This book is incredibly heartfelt and honest and real. Anyone, regardless of your background, can find ways to relate to Huda's story. We talk about the important difference between laughing at Huda and laughing with her, real life Huda versus graphic novel Huda, her process, Huda for you, of course, and much, much more. Well, this is a spoiler-free discussion, the odd minor detail may slip out. So if you haven't read the book and don't wish to be spoiled at all, better stop listening now, but double back after you've read it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. As always, around these parts, we encourage supporting authors and stories that affirm the lives of people other than ourselves. Each time we either engage in a conversation, whether it be online or face-to-face, or each time we participate in the market with our purchasing choices. This, of course, should be done all year long. November is a little light on the social media calendar as far as the entire month is concerned, but there are several days we're celebrating, including uh, World Vegan Day, which is great for me because I'm a vegan. National Authors Day, which is great for my guest because she's an author. Um, Just looking at the list here, we've also got uh, National Cappuccino Day, which is great for me. I love coffee. Um, And and November 16th is International Day for Tolerance. That's a good one. And ironically, November 19th is both International Men's Day and Women's Entrepreneurship Day. (laughs) So I'll let you figure that one out. Uh, Huda is was born in Detroit, Michigan, growing up in Dearborn and attended the University of Michigan, where she majored in English and mitered in political science with hopes of one day becoming a lawyer. She finished one year of law school before shifting to education. Uh, she taught English to middle and high schoolers for eight years before she started writing about her experience as a visibly Muslim woman in America and was encouraged by her older sister to turn these stories into comics. Huda, her husband Jihad, sorry, I'm just thinking about <laughs> when you were outside yelling Jihad and, uh, or, or Huda was anyways. We'll talk about the difference between real Huda and, and Huda Huda. Um, anyways, uh, Huda and her husband Jihad and their son reside in Houston, Texas now. Through her art, Uda connects with audiences by presenting a hilarious, relatable, and painfully honest story about life as a Muslim and how she uses uh, humor to cope with the anxieties of her everyday life that breaks down barriers and shows how universal our everyday problems, worries, and joys actually are. She's here today, though, to talk about her new book, Who to F Are You, which is described as a cheeky, hilarious, and honest graphic novel asking questions everyone has to figure out for themselves. Who are you? I'm very, very happy she's here. I fucking laugh out loud every time I read these books, which is also kind of weird. And I'll explain why in a second. But in the meantime, please welcome to the show, Huda Fami. Hi, Huda.
1: Hi, Steve. Thank you so much uh oh, for having me. What a wonderful introduction.
0: Oh, yes. Well, it's is it all true? I don't
1: know. Very much, yes. It is all true. It's, and I uh... laughed, when you laughed about Jihad because today's comic is actually about him as well.
0: So. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Did you <laughs> put it up?
1: I did. I just put it up while you were. Oh,
0: okay. I haven't seen it yet. Um god that's so funny when i can't remember the context he was lost or you'd lost track of him yeah. somewhere outside and you were yelling yeah. <laughs> yes. it's so funny it was
1: at a walmart in texas and oh okay happened. of it's all real, places so. yeah i was like oh god how do i call him <laughs> 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 well, I you should have,
0: have to... like got them to page it over the pa or something right. too right like yeah yeah <laughs> um I was also okay, so I'm. I didn't. I obviously didn't, but I was going to make a joke there and introduce you as every version of your name, but Huda that you put in your books. <laughs> um, my favorite being Howdy, of course, which is oh, funny. Oh. Um, and and again, speaking of names, actually, for, I think one of the funniest name bits that you've done in all your books is the Leslie bit, <laughs> which <laughs> is so funny. Right when you're getting coffee or something with Leslie, yeah. I keep saying you, but but but. but there is a difference. It's not. There is. Yeah. Yes, uh, um, but I don't. Well, we will talk about that. I promise. But the Leslie bit is so funny to me that she's like, "It sounds so exotic." <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you can tell, I think your stuff is really funny. Uh, I think our, our humor is actually probably pretty very very similar. Um, so uh, we are actually talking a couple of months ahead of the release, and unfortunately, what's going on the you know news in the news right now of what's going on in Afghanistan. I'm not gonna ask your opinion on what's going on there because that would be obscene. Uh oh, it's all, yeah, it's like also
1: it's anyway an expert
0: that's what I mean, right? Neither who <laughs> yeah. it like very few people. Yeah, exactly. It's like it, it's incredibly complicated. I would just like to say mention though, like for us sort of white people, how it's only an issue when it's an issue, right? Yeah. Like when when the news tells us it's an issue. And then mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we're reminded of like, Oh yeah, that's right. I hate Muslims <laughs> or whatever, yeah. right? Like, you know, those people which you come across obviously so in your book and in this in real life.
1: But then suddenly every everybody's Muslim friend has to answer questions. That's about right. Whatever's going on. And it's like, um
0: So <laughs> I like I was telling. gonna. So my my question though is, and it's it, again, it's not specific to what's going on now, but is I think it's 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 worthy of asking, and it's just sort of generalizes it in a way, because every time something like this happens in the news, we see an increase in not only Islamophobia, but to your point, you probably start getting a lot more like non-threatening questions, right? Um, but are probably that are just as annoying, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Um, what do you see more of? An increase um, an increase in in uh, you know, just assholes or or just sort of people with good intentions maybe, but just asking nonsensical questions.
1: Um, I think it's the latter. I just I, yeah, I get a lot right. of people who yeah, good intentioned um who just I don't know why they feel like it's appropriate to ask, you know, questions like, well, you know, do you really are you really, you know, can you learn? Can you go to college? Can you read? <laughs> like, are you allowed to? Yeah you know what I mean? That kind of like,
0: that's the worst uh, part, right? When, when they start with, are you allowed to, or does your husband let you? Yes. Like that's right away. You're. I'm sure you're just like, oh, crap, fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and like, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, or like, I just read about this happening right. uh, that women are not allowed to. You know, what do you think about that? well, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> First of all.
0: Well, since I speak for all women, yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> um, god. I I don't I don't know. I just you know I don't yeah. want to be forced in these kind of conversations. Um, you know, especially I don't know. It's, where where are you coming from with your intentions like what exactly are you trying to learn and who else have you asked and i'm you know we've never had a conversation outside of good morning neighbor to all of a sudden this question of whatever intention is 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 such a huge
0: intention such a huge part of it isn't it and i mean just the not only like not only there's some ignorance involved but the arrogance to to assume that you speak for all, not just Muslims, but women, yeah. you know what I mean? It'd be like somebody asking me, "What what do all white people think of X issue or whatever right. issue?" Right? I'd be like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> like, no leave me yeah. alone. I, like, yeah. no it's
1: it's, uh, it's really a, a an othering kind of feeling. It's yes, just, it's like yes. that's really what it just feels like. Whatever the intention may be, it's just is to be like you are not from here, or you are different, and you. Mm-hmm. must believe in these, you know, quote unquote barbaric things. And, uh, you know, and hence I'm going to look at you from now on in this sort of way. And so it's like, I don't, I'm just, I want to even engage in this conversation. You've never tried to find out who I am or anything about my life. Also, this happens a lot with just strangers in a supermarket. It's like time and place, please. And it's just, you know, it's like you said, the arrogance of, and the entitlement of some people who just feel like it's okay to come up to a random person and suddenly have these really what are the things you're not supposed to talk about is it like religion and politics and then but all of a sudden that goes out the window when it's a muslim person specifically woman that you see it's just very uh
0: well and then again and and to your point to do it publicly (laughs) like talk about i mean that's just a level of just not of course disrespect uh, but just common common decency you know what i mean like to to it's what's your point right like you just I don't know I, I'm so I am so frustrated on behalf of you <laughs> like it drives me crazy and and I actually I used to live in the city I mean up in Canada Toronto and uh and I've, I heard
1: I've, you say oot.
0: did I say it already yeah I heard it.
1: <laughs> you'll hear it
0: you'll hear it again and uh I, I, yeah go ahead right <laughs> okay, uh,
1: i was in, in Windsor all the time i loved it
0: that's right you're very close yeah i'm actually much closer now to detroit than toronto i live up i moved out of the city up to the country near closer to, to a lake and uh but it is a farming community and with a farming community often you get rural conservative attitudes and yeah. man i've been in a lot of fights up here <laughs> like just like uh, uh not physical um because because i couldn't <laughs> do you ever see the simpsons when he like punches a fly when mr burns punches a fly and then he removes his, <laughs> removes his hand and the fly just flies away like it had no effect whatsoever that would be yeah. me in a fight but uh yeah a lot of arguments up here uh you know and it always and people are always shocked because they i'm a fairly out outed atheist and, and stuff like this but people are always surprised like when i attend a rally for you know uh people's freedoms to support Or you know, uh, practice whatever religion they want, and stuff like this. And people are always surprised to see me at them, and and I'm like, well, then you don't get it. (laughs) Like, then you clearly there's there's not there's a misunderstanding going on here because it's about being able to be who you are. Yeah, as long as you don't hurt other people. Obviously, I think I think we all agree with that. Um, That's that's what we're talking about here, isn't it? Especially it comes up a lot in your in your graphic novels about like just like. Leave me the fuck alone. Like I just let me be who I want.
1: Yeah. Funny because we afford uh, so many other religions that type of that's right, you know, privilege and, and freedom and, and to be able to live however they want and the nuance that exists and we understand that it exists, and yet when it comes to Muslims and Islam, it's uh you know, unfortunately we're like boxed into this and held hostage at a in a line at Marshalls trying to yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh, especially in the West, right. Where there's this chauvinistic, you know, prejudice against just, I mean, Brown people essentially. Right. And that's they automatically think that Brown people equals this and it doesn't most of the time, you know, but if they'd left, they'd left their County once in a while, they'd realize that. But uh, anyways, these are all things, you know, very much, but um, uh, so let's get, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, there was a, question that came up i was watching an interview with uh with you from it's from a few years ago Mm -hmm. and you really struggled actually to answer this question um and i'm paraphrasing a bit but it was you know can, can or how can someone who is not a muslim incorporate a muslim character into their stories or into their art um and you sort of struggled with the answer a little bit at the time this is a few years ago now yeah um i was are you still do you still struggle to answer stuff like that
1: uh, if, if I, if I, if I'm it on the spot, I really do have to think about stuff like that. I don't know the answer. Um, I still don't know the answer I've read. I can tell you that since then I've, I've read uh, a few books that have, that are written by non-Muslims that have Muslim characters, that some are done very well. Some are done, you know, in a way that's not, uh, you know, for me it's like, Oh no. Um, but I think generally if, I guess for me, when, uh, the, like, for example, I'm going to, shout out Svetlana Chumakova, who wrote a graphic novel called Brave. And there is a, a young Muslim girl. Uh, it takes place in a middle school. And it's, you know, there's a the main character is um, a, a boy named Jensen, and he's white. And he has, you know, two friends. And one of those friends is a girl who is Muslim. And the way and there's even like, the way that that, uh, that Svetlana writes her is as if she was just any other character. Uh, she wears a hijab, she's covered, and she's she never. It doesn't ever come up. You know, she just kind of exists in this world. It never comes up. Her her religion never comes up. Her you know, and she acts like a regular kid would act, which is which was wonderful. I was like, yes, this is great. And then there was even like a Muslim gym teacher who I loved that she was in the you know who also was covered and wears the hijab, and she was again just kind of existing. Who you know, she's the gym teacher and she's wearing, you know, a track suit and a hijab. And I was like, I love it. I love seeing like, that's exactly what it's like. It's just, you know, we just kind of exist in these frames where we don't have to talk about our religion and we don't have to defend any political stance. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was just wonderfully done. There was, and so I thought that was, that was great. I think anytime uh, an author uh, tries to um they start they're not muslim they start talking about the religion in the book or you know without you know you, you can't, it's the, it's the culture if you're not muslim and you don't get the culture of what it means to be muslim it's very difficult to write about and it's it could offend so many people and so it's it's even though like we're we're very different and there's so much to it there's still a lot that are just a lot about the culture that it makes it universal um to all muslims that we all understand and get and so i i know how to answer that because yes I would love to see more Muslims and I don't want to gatekeep and I don't want to uh make people feel like they can never include Muslims but I think my my gut reaction is let Muslims write Muslim stories what Mm -hmm. I appreciate about Lana's story is that it wasn't about the Muslim character it was really Jensen's story and he had you know a Muslim friend who was there and she was a big part of the story but it wasn't her story and it had you know what I mean and so if you're gonna write a character that is Muslim and maybe she's your main character don't because i don't know yeah. it's just it feels uh like there would definitely be something missing but again i'm not an authority on it i'm no not, no
0: of course not yeah you no know,
1: hey this does not have the hood fmd seal of approval you can't. <laughs> yeah i don't know so it's just like, that's just how i that's me one muslim how i feel when sure I it's just
0: yeah and, and i know you know you've d- I would know you, you, you would know this that, you know, especially the last year or so that like the own own voices thing has come up a lot. Right. And oh, uh, yeah. you know, like I also write for we need diverse books and we've decided not to use that that term anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, and I'm 100% agreeing and, and on board with that decision. It's the right decision to make. And so that's come up a lot. And I've seen white authors or white, just readers in general, ask, you know, marginalized authors or what have you, so I can't write a black character anymore in my book, or I can't write this or that, right. and it's a difficult thing to answer. And I like the way I actually, you know, as much as you say, maybe you weren't able to answer that question. I think you just answered it really well. Oh. If you're going to do it as a main character, maybe don't. <laughs> and it, and and if you are going to ha- include a side character, whether it's the best friend or whatever. Yeah okay actually let me start over if you're gonna do it as a main character don't if you're gonna do it as a villain don't <laughs> <laughs> um if you're gonna do it as as a john sorry that's a little who to F are you because john is a villain um and uh, is not a villain. he is a villain no. um no i was reading when I was reading, when I was reading when i was reading I and I got to that one panel and I tweeted I was just like fuck you. John. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset. We'll that. talk yeah we'll talk about it. Yeah, but um um you. so and then if you're going yeah so for a side character let's say best friend or teammate or something um I think that what and maybe correct me if I'm wrong but I think it has to do with like what defines that character. Is it like Sally who is a sixteen-year-old teenage girl who happens to be Muslim, or is she Muslim who happens to be a teenage girl? Yeah. So I think that's an important distinction, and I think if you're going to write characters like this, think about that for a second, yeah. and and then just bring up Google, right? Yeah. Like, do your research. Well, like, do your you know, research.
1: I, I it, see that all the time, and I think I might stop saying that because right. it's there's so much there is misinformation a lot. There out is there. A lot. Yeah. And even if I'm looking for something. Even within
0: the community, right?
1: Yes. I'm yeah. looking up for something and I'm like, oh, this is, if I had asked my friend to go Google it and she Googles it and it's just like, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> that's very wrong. Sure. Um, right. So I'd be like, uh, call up, find who your local, this extra step, but you're gonna have to talk to a real person. Go find to your mosque, local yeah. mosque. Ask yeah. masjid and yep. Yep. ask if there's somebody there to answer because yes, Google can be very, uh, right. So but there is um, a
0: lot, you hard. know, and, and, you know, it's talking to so many other Muslim authors and, and even this year, SK Ali and, and Adiba Jugadar and Hatsa, and, you know, you, we have these great shows like uh, We Are Lady Parts, for example, yeah. and five girls in that group, and they all look different, yeah, which is great. And I think that really speaks to that. There's your answer to like, yes, Muslims are not a monolith, right? There's, there's yeah. a ton of nuance, nuance, but you're right. There's also a lot of misconceptions. And I think, um, yeah, you're right. Going to Google, maybe is <laughs> <isn't> the best <laughs> way to do it. Find Find somebody who knows, cause that's a lot, you know, that's I, God. I mean, even in, it's, a, it's in your graphic novels too, right? Like why, you know, there's a Muslim that isn't, that isn't wearing hijab or uh, niqab or, yeah. or even, you know, Joe Bob or whatever. Right. But yeah um and then there's some that do and some that don't and 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 people need to understand there's a there are, there is nuance and there is choice yes and it's not this person's a bad muslim because yes. because they don't fail right exactly. it's and it's the simple little things i just really really you know i'm always trying to like impart on people like just understand that but anyways um but yeah so muslim characters just don't <laughs> <I don't understand. laughs> no, you're right. Because you're right. It does. It, you're right. Cause some people, when they do say it does come across as gatekeeping. And um, just like you said, it, it'd be, it'd be like, even if you, let's say you were writing a, a black character or even a character, you know, one that comes up a lot and people get wrong is dis- a disability character. <laughs> Um, just you know, do your research and definitely yeah, get, I mean, get definitely hire sensitivity readers. Exactly, exactly yeah, yeah, what
1: I was going to say. Find yeah, a sensitivity reader. Yeah. Find a Muslim that you know, and even more than one kind of Muslim. Like if you know a Muslim who happens to not wear hijab, or a Muslim who does mm-hmm, wear hijab, or a Muslim right. who doesn't go to the masjid a lot, or a Muslim who does go to the masjid a lot. If you can find a variety of Muslims to look at it and and then give you and let you know what you know, give and take, and what you can, what's good, what's bad, or what they would say, or what the community might say it's, it's work, but it's, it's going to make it authentic. It's going to make it good. It's, you know what I mean? It'll make it, you did your work, you put the work into it and you didn't just use, this you didn't just put this token Muslim character just to right. be like hey you know I'm an ally I love diversity and here's my Muslim character look what I did but then it had nothing to do with it <laughs> that's
0: right you know what I mean but then they're drinking a beer and you're like uh yeah
1: or even so like it. going to like there's most like okay so I'm shaking get, hands
0: too right is something there, that you brought well, up yours, again there's different yeah. I mean some
1: do some don't it's confusing yeah. but it's here's the thing we have so many stories out right now that are written about with Muslim characters who like go to bars or they, they will, you know, go to the club or they will do these things that yes, there are Muslims who do that. And they struggle with that. And every Muslim is on their own journey. Every person is on their own journey, Yeah. but there's like, these are, we don't get enough of the other side. Every time you see a Muslim who loves being Muslim or, or adheres to practices, you know, of the faith, it's always shown in the light of, oh, they're boring or they're not fun or, you know what I mean? In a way, it's such a negative connotation whenever you see somebody who follows the faith or practices or, That's right, and right. just lives their life at the same time um, and has values. And it's like, they're boring. And I'm like, okay, but we're, we're not, <laughs> like, <laughs> I promise. And why do you have to make it seem like that? And so I'd it, like to see more of those stories.
0: Right. It's funny how the, like certain, certain things though, we equate to boring, right? Like alcohol like why is that drinking make that drinking makes somebody interesting (laughs) or cool like i don't know it doesn't to me but
1: have a little fun loosen up like i don't i don't get
0: it yeah that's some of that that's the the criticism. i'm i i just can't get behind it all right like i can of course get behind criticisms of like if they're gonna look at a very very minority a very small percentage of of muslims who engage in you know barbaric acts or something right um of course we're we're not getting behind that and i don't think most people don't but like yeah i don't know anyways and like again to everybody everyone's on their own journey so like let's i don't know it's just funny how we don't like like to your point we'll give a, a muslim a hard time about maybe not drinking but It's just some regular person who doesn't drink. It's not even, it's not an issue, (laughs) right? So anyways, Um, this all goes to sort of like the the whole point of why you even got into this, right? Was to talk about religion and Islam, you know, it's how it's so often used to divide us. But, you know, you've done this to to really talk about just plain universal truths, right? Especially especially women. Um, Talk about, you know, would you say that your audience is, Who is your audience? Do you think, like, who who is your actually not? I don't. I don't. It's not saying who is factually your audience because I am technically your audience, and I'm sure you weren't writing for 40 year old white Canadians. (laughs) Um, But thank you, anyways. uh, um, Who is your intended audience? Let's put it that way.
1: My intended audience at the very beginning was for Muslim women. Yep. uh, And and honestly, specifically Muslim women who were familiar or knew what it felt like to cover to wear hijab because the whole title is, you know, it's yes, you know. cheeky like I'm. yes I'm hot in this specifically my hijab you know playing on the question that we're always asked and I really thought it was a very niche topic like no one else was going to get it I didn't care if anyone else got it nobody writes for us nobody Uh you know makes you know these jokes that only we would get and so it was very much at the beginning these are the jokes in there for us and that was fine with me because you know, I mean, you want to write the stuff you want to see. So um, that's what it kind of was. And it still is to an extent. I, I'm trying. Um, I try to always stay true to that because I, I, what I found through the writing is that, yes, these are universal themes, but we don't have to all be the same to get it to to all you know, I don't we don't have to share the exact same experiences to still relate, to uh-huh. still feel like we can, uh, you know, feel I get that like, oh, yeah, that's like that's I, I can totally understand that. Maybe not specifically with hijab, but maybe the way I feel about, you know, this part of my life or the way I live this part of my life that might be rejected in normal society, right, whatever normal is. And so, um, you know, just feeling like the outsider or feeling like you don't belong or feeling like you're constantly defending yourself, Um those are the universal things that I think we all kind of can relate to and get behind even though it's a specific joke about me wearing a burkini at the beach you know that like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I don't know what that feels like but I'm gonna laugh <laughs> yeah. and,
0: uh, and it's, uh, well I mean and and again it's like I love the genius of it is yeah you of course you start from uh, your perspective of a of a uh, hijabi right but um mm-hmm. but even somebody who feels, overweight and wears clothes at the beach right or at the local pool or whatever they can relate to that yeah you know what i mean and then obviously they're wearing they're covered they're being modest for different reasons maybe but this feeling of insecurity because you're covered up at the place you're not supposed to be covered up according to western and you know whatever and and not only that, but that's that's only made possible because of outside influence of because people have the fucking nerve to say something or or you read something or whatever, right? So it's this external stuff that's happening that's created this in the first place because in a normal everyday sybaratic state, it wouldn't fucking matter, like who, mm-hmm. right? It's it, it, yeah. to me everything why that's you I, care? all why your stuff you that you write about, all to me comes down to is why do you fucking give a shit?
1: Why do you care so much? Not you, like, not
0: huda I mean, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get carry on with your life. <laughs> like, get or get one right. I what, actually, yeah. Well, when
1: I was there's was yeah. one of the earlier comics when this woman asked if I was a nun. I was shopping. It's not right. right. an actual you know thing right. that had happened and um and she asked me if i was a nun and i was like are you writing a book like right, I, I about me specifically yes i am you could i could tell she was a little bit mm, I, you know i don't want to say anything uh ableist i don't know how to i don't know to describe but i could tell that it was you know she was something it was a little different because she was following me and um in a way that uh, she was saying yes i'm writing a book about you so um, you don't know me. I've never met you. How are you writing a book specifically about me? That's you right. Know? And that's right. I'm like, I'll say no. I'll care? say it. She,
0: yeah, I'll say it. She's crazy. And it was very <laughs> well. That's dangerous, right? Like that's crossing several lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one yeah. thing. It's scary for sure. Like if some guy drives by in a pickup truck and yells "terrorist," right? Right. That's not great. That's that's awful. And that can lead that. to a dangerous situation for sure. And it pro- has I-, I have no doubt. Yeah. But there's a difference when somebody's like following you. Yeah. Right. That's okay. different. And not only that, it's also against the law. It's <laughs> 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 Well, it is. It, it is. against. No, the, I mean,
1: yeah. It's, but at the situ- so, it's time and place, like, like, what are you yeah. going to do? Am I going to make a huge scene? It's really about self-preservation right, at yeah. that point. Like, am right. I going, what am I going to do? So I'm like just walking away. And I'm on the phone and I'm like with my mom and my mom is like yelling over, you tell her. And I'm like, mom.
0: <laughs> oh, your, your, your mom. We're going to talk about your mom because holy, like
1: Mama. one of
0: the things that's incre- one of the things that's, that's, that I found so incredible about your books is they are as heartfelt and sad as they are funny. And we'll talk about why in a second. But, um, so what, you know, and again, we're sort of talking about profiling and one of the things that, kicked you off was the muslim ban that was put in effect yes. way back when and so that you know you i've heard you say that that was really this like the straw right the final the last straw type of thing that um, was,
1: yeah but there, but was, i mean had
0: a- you you know that wasn't the beginning and end of it though i assume like had you given it any thought any thought at all prior to doing this yeah, to, just I, doing, yeah.
1: I did i actually um when while i was still teaching i came up with the idea of, of creating like a book of essays titled yes i'm hot in in this and it was just going to be um essays that, so imagine each comic but written out in essay form with mm-hmm. like you know some kind of revelation or something at the end or a conclusion or whatever it's just a short story essay of short stories of these instances um right. that i thought were funny and and yet sad and, and made people which should make people think and um and uh and i just didn't know where to start i didn't know where to Take off. I was, you know, busy. This is something I wanted to commit to. And then um, when the Muslim ban happened, there was an open call for Muslims, uh, Muslim writers. Mm-hmm. And um, because there's just so much more out there that was um, so much more inform- misinformation and um, so many people speaking for Muslims that were not Muslim and they were getting it, you know, even more wrong in media and like, on TV and films and articles, all of that. So it's just becoming more. And of course, with social media, it's just, you know, it's it's louder. It's more in your face and it's, you know, happening at, you know, live. Um, And so there was this open call I decided to pitch my essay idea, book of essays to a bunch of agents. And they pretty much all rejected me because they were like, no, we don't know who you are. Why would anyone want to read? It wasn't compelling enough, I guess. Sure. And so um, I said, okay, I'm just going to start like a blog on Facebook or something. I'll just write it up and post it. And it didn't really take off. And my sister—that's when my older sister was like, "Can you write one of these and draw it out for me? I want to pass it along to somebody." But I want it as a drawing. I don't know why she suggested it because she's actually the artsy one in the family, and she's the one who draws. And uh, but she said, "Can you draw it as a comic?" It was really then that it was just like this light bulb went off. I was like, "Oh my god! I should just draw all of them as comics." I love—I've loved comics since you know Sunday comics like Garfield and Calvin and Hobbes and Zits and all that since I was a kid and. It just felt so natural, and yeah. Here we are. Here we
0: are. now, you're talking to me. Um,
1: <laughs> it's just like a Four dream come latest. true.
0: It's a dream come Four true. Yeah. Later, yeah. Um, so that's uh, yeah. That actually is a perfect segue because I was going to ask about uh, let's do a little process as far as the art is concerned. So, yeah. like, was that uh, you know intimidating for you and stuff? Because like, it's it's a really. Uh, I am not. I I love and appreciate art if you saw where if you saw where I'm sitting I'm surrounded by it on my walls framed art like I collect screen prints and pop culture screen prints and movie posters and all these surrounded by it I love it I love it I love it I appreciate it so much but I'm illiterate when it comes to it um (laughs) so I don't know like the type like oh that's a this type of art I'm like is it I don't know Uh, Hmm. it's got Superman on it that's all I know or whatever (laughs) or whatever right and um so it's hard for me to put into words like why I find your art so appealing and I really do though and talk to me about sort of taking that on because so you just said your sister was more the artist at the time was it intimidating was it scary because and like did you talk about if you did any training or anything because like like I know about like the fundamentals like learning how to draw a cube a cylinder and a severe right (laughs) fundamental shapes as an artist that you start out as and then you go from there I understand that concept did you have to start there like from the beginning or did you already have were, were, were you already sort of dabbling uh, and do,
1: and doodling? no and yeah like I I it was very intimidating because I um I don't I would not at the time I would not call myself an artist and my sister was very encouraging and she said I've seen books at Barnes and Noble that were of just uh stick figures mm, and right. um and I have a, a friend Chris Halbeck who draws comics and his comics are Are hilarious and they're stick figures, Um, and they're simple. And it it really uh, it really uh, let me know that you know you don't you sometimes the medium like the art does not uh, have to be uh, super complex or super detailed for you to get your story across. And so I knew I had the story, I knew I had the material, um, and I didn't want to let anything stop me from just doing it. Uh, And so I started off with just stick figures and when I realized this was something I wanted to continue doing, I started to, um, just very much, very, I don't know what the word unofficial. It was, um, uh, not unofficial. Like I was YouTube. Like I would just like watch YouTube videos and, um, look at how my other uh, artists that I followed on, on Instagram, um, what their art looked like and how could I, you know, could I, and it was all like looking at it through shape. So it was, um, Unconventional, I think, is the word. Uh, it was not a usual, normal way to learn art, and um and well, we but even that's so-
0: that's changed so much with technology too, right? Like, yeah. like I, I'm a try anything once type of person, and so YouTube has been great for that. So, like, YouTube isn't a great place to learn how to like fix your car, but. <laughs> you know, well, I've, used car, so. I've used YouTube to fix my car. I've used YouTube to
1: fix my toilet and That's right. my garbage just, uh, That's right, <laughs> but but that wouldn't oh, be
0: yeah. that wouldn't be a conventional or traditional way of learning how to do those yeah, things, right? right. So yeah. um, you know so. Okay. Yes. You're right. Totally. So I think it's becoming more, it's, I think it's becoming more accepted. I mean, I know I'm sure there are people that will, would still maybe artistes, the artists, the artists would turn their nose up at it, but. Yes. Um, I'm always sc-
1: afraid of those artists. Screw them. <laughs> screw, <laughs> those. screw those. Screw those artists. I be like, oh, you don't understand shading. I'm like, um, no, I didn't. I've just never had to learn it.
0: So Yeah. <laughs> who, no, I'm, no, it's shading. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. But yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, but you know, and you and you like you just a second ago made like the best point in the world because I've read beautifully drawn comics and graphic novels, graphic novels where the stories were shit, mm-hmm. but they were beautiful to look at, right? Just right. and like just like incredible things that you you know, and you're just like, Oh my god, this is so gorgeous. And you're like, Man, these characters are dull, the story's going nowhere. I feel nothing, like my I feel zero about this story and forgot it instantly. So then now we have your art, which some people would consider basic. Uh, I don't, but some people might. And yet I can't stop thinking about the story, these characters, you know what I mean? Like, um, like <laughs> Susan, <laughs> <right>? like, <laughs> I remember the yesterday about the, the, the bus seats. Like yes. I still okay. laugh. I still laugh. About, I, it's, you know, I, I read that when it came out, I still laugh about it to this day. And I was rereading uh, it the other day, sort of right. just like, cause I hadn't a while and the interview is coming up and yeah. I was like drinking coffee at the time and I spit it out. Like I, cause I'd forgotten that part specifically. Uh, and then you get to it again and I'm laughing out yeah. loud. And yeah, yeah. so like, and he, so here I am remembering that. know what i mean so it's just to your point so effective um one of the things i love that you do too is because like you really you integrate some in the new book especially right you have huda she's like an android and then she's you know you you've, you've always incorporated sort of like you know batman and different things into your stories and but then once in a while you cut to like when there's like when a character's making like a serious point you do this shading where you just focus on the eye everything's sort of oh yeah is yes. that called something? Is that I do a... <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you do that. I don't know what it, because I was like, I wonder what the, if that's called. Like the, I'm trying to make like, it
1: look like you're zooming in on their, on just their eyes.
0: Just, that's I don't right. Know,
1: I, I love what you do, facial what, expressions. Right. And, it's really effective
0: though. And I love it when you do that. And I'm like, is this like, their Chernofsky method or something, or I didn't know, you know, something. <laughs> sure, fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Huda. Something fancy. We'll, we'll call it the, uh, the, the, the FAME method. How's that? I have to have a name
1: and I, I just don't know. I call it's
0: it. called the Huda method is what the I'm Huda. calling it. The, yeah. It's called the Huda. And yeah. so now when I see that going forward, I'll be like, that's a Huda. Um. So anyways, yeah, I find it, I don't know. I find it really appealing and I really enjoy it. And I, it's like, I attached this, like, because I think this, I think this can be an insult in some context, but it's really endearing. But it's not meant as an insult. I, I think I, I just really, I'm really fond of it. Who does basically? There's not even a question. I'm just telling you how much I like your art. Okay. Um, it, and I just, it just, I think it just makes it really. Uh, I just find that I'm just really drawn to it. Get it drawn. Um, but anyways, yeah, so funny. <laughs> anyways, so really, it's really great. And I get, I, I do love you, and, you and, find- and like it? It's have you so you've been doing it now for a few years and you've yeah. it's, it basically looks the same like there's very little yep. i mean you've you well, add, there's more little, background maybe now right but
1: little differences here yeah. and there if yeah. i I'll, I'll try out a i'll try out a new technique or something if i've seen it or learned it or wanted to especially for if i want to get a certain emotion across and i know i can do that with this technique i've got to learn how to do it and i can always picture it in my mind and be like ah, i don't know how to do that so me figure it out so it kind of changed it's definitely a lot less simplistic um but it's still simple and i get people who say that to me i love how simple your art is and i'm like thank you (laughs) i know know? it's weird i know um, i think i i because i'm you know it's that self-deprecating like are you saying it's really bad and that's what you mean by simple but then i'm i'm grateful that it is simple because what i hope to get across is that it encourages other people who might not be as confident in their in their drawing skills that, that they can do something to, you know, you, you have the story. Don't stop. Don't let this idea of, I have to be perfect or I have to have everything all my ducks lined up in a row to just start and tell the story. And um, so in that sense, I'm glad that it's simple. I hope it encourages other people um, who want to draw as well, but, um, and I forgot the point of my whole, I felt like I was going somewhere. (laughs)
0: Um, Well, let me, let me just uh, (laughs) give you a second to maybe remember it if you can, but um, how was, so I know, you wrote something about you use uh, what do you use to draw? Cause I think you use an iPad now, don't you?
1: I do use an iPad now. What Prochi. did you start? Did you um, start
0: out with iPad or no?
1: No, I started with um, pen and paper. And what? Paper What's that? And I know, right. <laughs> Children, a pencil. Is what I, um, <laughs> I, I would no, really, that was like the first, cause my husband was like, see if you're going to like commit to this and see if you want it. And then we can invest in, in, you know, more, right. You know? And so it, from that, it went to a Wacom tablet with Adobe Illustrator on my laptop, um, which I like a lot. Um, now it's an iPad with Procreate because it's just so much easier to draw. Just sitting down and drawing, like as if I was on a notebook or something, um, it just opens up a lot more. And I'm so I'm, re- I'm kind of relearning how to do how to use Procreate because I never used it, and it's 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 you know you'll see jaggedy lines and stuff that looks a little less refined. Um, but again, I'm not going to let that stop me, and I'm I'm just going to keep going until I can find out how it works best for me uh but yeah that's what i'm using now
0: yeah i don't know i think, it, I, think I think i think they look freaking great especially digitally like on oh, like yeah. i have them digitally right i don't have a physical copy and it's just they're just beautiful like they're really it's gorgeous but um um all right so who to f are you um basically i mean it's kind of it's 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 not super uh hard to understand what's going on here, but basically it's about Huda and her family who just moved to Dearborn, Michigan, a small town with a big Muslim population uh, in her old town. Huda knew exactly who she was. She was the hijabi girl, but now everyone's the hijabi girl. Um, so you are lost in a, it's, I'm just reading the summary. Basically, Huda's lost in a sea of hijabis and she can't rely on her job to find her anymore. She has to define herself. So she tries on a bunch of cliques, um, but she isn't a hijabi fashionista or a hijabi athlete or a hijabi gamer. She's not the one who knows everything about her religion or the one all the guys like. She's miscellaneous, which makes her feel like no one at all until she realizes that it'll take finding out who she isn't to figure out who she is. I mean, we were just talking about how universal that message is, right? And I mean, take out hijabi. Yeah. And you described 99% of, you know, how a lot of people feel if they're if they're if they're okay admitting it cuz a lot of people aren't and that's good for you know tough for them and i understand that i wasn't able to acknowledge any of my shit for a long time as well right not say it out loud anyways um, that's just a universal truth right there isn't it one of the great panels <laughs> one of the great pages is in the same page essentially you've got somebody telling huda she says i love how hairy your hands are and then on the next panel huda gets her period <laughs> and so it's like worst day ever scenario. But let's poll a thousand women right now and and how many stories they're going to tell us that are similar. Yeah. Or identical. You know yeah. what I mean? Having those types of days. Yeah. And <laughs> that panel's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this goes back to um what I said a few minutes ago about how it's it's hard to read these because they're, they're so funny, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to laugh at your pain at huda's pain
1: i do it's okay yeah and that's and that's it, and that's kind of
0: it's like almost it, that's sort of what what i'm terrifying. getting at is like i do i need i want your permission to laugh at this Aww. but at the same but at the same time it's like somebody really did that to huda or to you in some instances and yeah. and and so that's it breaks it starts to fucking break my heart a little bit and then i thought that but then i start laughing again and i'm over it but you know so it's <laughs> it's it's a fleeting feeling because i know that you know because you put this out into the world. So obviously yeah. you're, you're able to like if you can laugh at it then then you're allowing us to as well. But talk about that. What is the difference between Huda on the page and Huda yes, in real life? I
1: definitely want to talk about that. There yeah. is uh there because there is a difference and a lot of people do you know conflate me with with my character. I mean it's my fault I did name part after me. Um mm-hmm. but uh at the same time I do, uh, I do diverge a little. It's, you know, her story definitely takes elements from my life and my experiences, but also from experiences of, um, people I know, Muslim other, you know, friends that I, that have had these, you know, who, like I said, there was something that a lot of Muslims just all go through or all experience the same kind of things. Um, and so it's something that makes it, us unique to being able to write about those kind of experiences. And, um, and so for example, like I did not, I, I, I went to public school and private school all my life so it was really i was never just the hijabi girl um, but it was still uh no matter where i went for myself uh the real huda wherever i went i did always feel like another even when i was in a school full of other muslim kids i still felt like i didn't belong because i had been to other schools where there weren't a lot of muslim kids and so i felt like uh, we, I couldn't have the same conversations or I, I didn't feel Muslim enough or I didn't feel Arab enough. At, you know, not all Arabs are Muslims. I'm just saying at this school, there were a lot of Arabs uh, and a lot of Muslims and they happen to be Arab and Muslim. Anyway,
0: but um, why is that? Why? Like, what is it about Michigan? <laughs> I,
1: you know, it was, it goes all the way back to Henry Ford and, and bringing people in uh, to work in the factories. And does it? Okay. They're, so they're there's from, a history like, there. Lebanon, okay. Yeah. It's like a okay. whole thing of yep. diaspora just went to, you know, and a lot okay. of people from Yemen. And so it's just, Okay. Uh, it's just a, yeah, a lot of history there. Um, but anyway, so, so I felt, I just never felt Muslim enough or Arab enough in my own what would be considered my own community. And I was felt like I was defending myself. And then I couldn't go into all non-Muslim spaces because again, I was different. I looked visibly Muslim. I had a, you know, a Muslim or Arab or different sounding name. And, uh, you know, and, and so it was, I just never felt like I fit in anywhere. And so I took that and I decided to exaggerate that a little bit and, um, have Huda in the book go from only ever knowing a non-Muslim school to, you know, going into this, um, school where, you know, she's no longer like unique by, you know, her hijab doesn't make her anymore. And so she's got to figure out, um, you know, where she or who she is outside of, you know, her hijab or does, does she even want her hijab to define her? Is that so bad that her hijab defined? It's kind of, you know, a struggle. And it's something that I I thought it's, it's just a universal thing that everyone kind of struggles with not fitting in or not feeling like, you know, uh, they belong or also willing to accept that the thing that they don't want to define them does define them and they're okay with it and it's you know it's all that complicated you know being able to analyze like what is it um being able to analyze yourself or or to see who you are uh, and and to be able to accept it and it's not something that hood is going to even be able to solve by the end of the story which i guess is the only spoiler but i don't know if that's really a spoiler
0: yeah like i sort of said before like this is a weird thing with spoilers because it's not it's not like again like a whodunit necessarily but Oh, who, who, you can have it. That's, That's yours. Like that. That's the That's next good. book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But,
1: uh, but the other thing is like, so for example, I grew up, I went through 9-11 mm-hmm. and initially in this book was supposed to include a 9-11 storyline. Um, but I realized that the kids, the audience that would be reading it have never had, you know, have no clue what it was like to live up through, um, you know, such a horrific you know, time or experience. Um, and so I, uh, I, I changed that to another incident that is more relevant and that kids today have seen happen, right. um, a lot. And I, I won't say what it is. That's one of the things I'll just, I'll hope will yep. read, but, um, but yeah, so there's like some things that have happened, some things that like that never happened to me. That specific scene, um, but the scene where Huda gets pulled in to see the shrink that gets that actually happened. You know, there's some some elements.
0: <laughs> the blow up chair is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that doesn't. No, you didn't bring that one back in this. Not there. No no, uh, no, no. 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 That's in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the family? How is it compared to real life family? Because in because in the books, Huda has lots of sisters. Yes. Um, did you? Is that the same for you?
1: yes i do have okay a lot of sisters um you have a girl band we're of, all uh... really close <laughs> all about a year apart and, okay um and i guess what i wanted to show there is just um they're also they're all they, they, they don't get much uh screen time airtime whatever it's called but yeah. they all are very different yes and um and you'll kind of see i think the most that you'll see is huda with her older sister and they clash a lot but um specifically with like her older sister was very self-aware and very proud of being Muslim and very aware of what like the, the, the political and, you know, what the atmosphere and the environment was like for Muslims and Huda was very much like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even, Yeah. she doesn't even want to think about that part of her life. She's like, I'm already trying to figure out who I am, like just existing as this kid. Now I have to figure out, you know, as a Muslim in this world that doesn't like me, I don't, I don't have time for that. And you know, maybe he need. you know what I mean? And
0: that's a tough go. Right. I mean, uh, like, I, I, I won't ask your age, you know, I'm, I'm 45. I remember, okay. I remember high school and how shitty it was and <laughs> it's hard enough. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're put in a position where you stand out for some, for whatever reason. Right. And God, that's so hard. and that's like that's again, like that's just so that's why I would encourage people out there like this is you know, there's obviously a specific you know, you've got a mandate here, but at the same time, if you can't read these books and draw something from that, then I don't you've got issues, but or you're lying to yourself <laughs> or maybe you just had a great high school experience. I don't know, maybe you did, but good for you. You won the lottery. Um, okay. <laughs> right? essentially. um I really love the uh, in the book The Room Swapping. Oh God! <laughs> was that real? Was that taken yes. for tr- okay? That was that-
1: very real. Every year, <laughs> so
0: funny. Every year, oh, mom and
1: rooms. <laughs> so I'm like in high school, and I'm sharing a room with this ten-year-old. God, oh, that's man. so
0: funny. Um, but yeah, no, and sort of the incident you talk about, it, it, we won't get into the specifics, but it sort of does lead to something that happens a lot. Uh, you know. Discrimination, yeah. profiling, stuff like this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is that something? So you were yeah, in even, high school during 9/11, or?
1: Yeah, I was in high school. Okay, I was in the 10th grade.
0: Okay, and, and was, you know I, know, I assume you then you you felt some of the anger directed towards you at all do you remember that or yes yeah um, i don't don't i don't want to like talk about specifics because yeah it's, but well, it,
1: was, it was strange because you know you, my, you know we moved to dearborn thinking that it was going to be you know okay we're gonna feel like we're with people who are like us and that yeah. they're gonna spin us and and yet it was still one of the most um it doesn't you can't escape it it's that's ever, right ever, because
0: ever, you were a hijabi then yeah right you were you started wearing a yeah. pretty young i think right yeah. Yeah, I was 10. 10. Oh. So, um, so yeah, like, I mean, you, that puts you in the line of fire, right? Quote unquote, for yeah. a lot of like hate and ignorance and bullshit. Do you remember like reconciling that at such a young age or like how uh, long, like, it, and, and maybe just how about just things in general, like anything like comments, microaggressive things. What do you remember? Like at what point where you figured it out, it was because, oh, it's because I'm a Muslim. Or did you know that kind of right away?
1: Oh, no, it was very clear. (laughs) (laughs) They made it very clear. They made it it, easy. Instead of of making me hide, it did the opposite. It made me, you know, like, why do I have to defend myself? Like, I've been in this, you know, I'm, I'm... why, why do I have to change? Yeah. And Why do I have to, you know, hate who I am? And, and I love being Muslim and I love being who I am. And I know that whatever you're seeing on the news is nothing to do with the yeah. it's nothing to do with me. And so, it, you know, I started going to protests and I started doing, you know, a lot of, and then it's what kind of made me want to become a lawyer and wanted to, and at the very beginning. And, um, and so it was just like this origin story.
0: <laughs> of yeah.
1: Wanting to be like outspoken. And, um, you know, insistent, like I belong here, like you do not get to welcome me into my own country, into my own home. You do not get to, uh, make me feel like I'm on the defensive 24 seven. And, um, you know, and so it, you know, lit a fire and I'm grateful that that's what happened because it could have very easily gone the other way. And it does for a lot of people. And I, you know, like I said, everyone's on their journey and, um, and, I don't know what it was. But, and, yeah.
0: yeah, and you and this comes across in the book too. Um, Huda sort of grapples with some of these things, right? Like yeah. and and tr- like and a lot of it is finding her courage, finding yeah. her, you know. And uh, we that all, it matters to her. That it really doesn't oh, matter to her. Big time, big time, and it's really important. And you know, there's there's a there's a moment. It, it and it's I like how it's sort of like at first it seems like maybe like a quick switch, but it's but then when you read it again, it's gradual. I think it's more gradual and. Yeah um, you know, she does, she finds her courage and does some really great stuff by the end of this book. And I think it. a
1: lot of it by the end was spurred by the hurt that she caused a certain somebody. That's right. But, you know, yes. Know yes. Yeah.
0: No, I we don't. Yeah, yeah that's because that I was mad at Huda for that. Trust me. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> like, writing that scene was so hard
1: because how could she? How Uh-oh. could she?
0: Um, and, so. she en- and she and she enlisted the help of Joe, who's great and. <laughs> <laughs> Because we, we love Joe, we hate John. Um, no, we
1: don't hate John. I, I do.
0: Sorry, I hate John. I'll just say I won't say we. I hate John, and I don't care if anyone thinks that that I. I feel hate like John.
1: Huda fumbled it. Huda, Huda lost a relationship <laughs> because she just really wanted to be liked like in that way for some reason, and she's just stupid. She just didn't couldn't understand mm-hmm. that not like he didn't like her in that way. I mean,
0: listen, Huda's, Huda's perfect. Bad. There's nothing wrong with no. Huda. John is a huge <laughs> jerk. All right, that's it. There's nothing wrong with Huda. I was like, it was so funny. I was just reading that and I'm just like, I want to just like grab Huda and be like, just, you know, say, you don't need him. (laughs) He's he's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, you deserve better. I was just like, so it's because it's funny, you know, like I just over these, you know, the couple of years, grown really attached to Huda and I just like I wanna like I'm I get defensive, right? Oh yeah. Like I'm really protective of Huda and like it- <laughs> And, and in that scene, I was just, I was so mad. At, I don't even, I can't even tell Oh, you
1: no. Who does I it was. Does come across, the, Huda doesn't really have a personality in, in this
0: story. I disagree, no? though. This is the thing. I disagree. <laughs> I know you, I, I know that's the right answer because you wrote it and I'm not telling you you're wrong. But it's just, I'm but curious it's if like, it
1: came across that way. I'm, yeah. It's what I intended, but sometimes what I intend, you know, obviously the audience doesn't feel yeah, that I, way. Yeah, so yeah.
0: You tell
1: me, no, that's not how I felt at all. And that's okay.
0: I think she's loaded with personality and I just think. <laughs> like it's and maybe that now of course it's first person so we like yeah. we get it we get her, her thoughts or in a monologue so we know that there's somebody great there right it's just a matter of maybe outwardly expressing it yeah. um but um so a lot of this is yeah so one of the things too i talked about earlier how you know i cried and stuff was early on there's a bit about or, you know huda's parents yeah first getting started and there's a there's a scene where huda's mom takes off her niqab and just becomes only wears hijab just to for safety yeah and you know there's a panel that's really made I cried like tears actual tears I was so sad for her yeah and so upset did that was that does that yeah, true that to was, life
1: that was a true yeah that was based on true story my mother um did used to wear the niqab the face covering and Uh, It was um, really hard for her when my father almost insisted. Uh, it It was very gently put in the book, but in real life, it was very much, you need to take it off. Like he was like not giving her a choice. Like he was like, you need to take it off because it's, people are following you home. People are, are endangering you and, and the, our children, like you need to take it off. And like she, I care
0: about you. You need to do this yes. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: she felt like she was very like, no. And she was very young. I mean, she, she got married at 19. She had children, like her first child was at 20, you know, her second was at 21 22 something like that so she was young and she had and she was but she was more full of fire than i think i ever even to now she is such a strong woman and so for someone to tell her she can't wear this thing that represents her faith and her submission to god and so you know what i mean like it broke her heart it broke her heart and she she prayed to god to just like guide her and help her and um and and to you know of course god is the most understanding the most just and he would never um Punished for that, so it was just—it uh, was just still hard for herself. Like it was something that, even though she knew that God is the most merciful, that she just—it was such a personal and and spiritual thing for her. And so, it just when she told me that story, you know, it broke my heart to hear that she had to do something like that. And um it's, and you know, it just made me feel like I'm never going to let anyone do that to me. And right, again, it's not the father right, who did it to her. It's right. unfortunately the community and the society that that. know they lived in and it must have been terrifying with with two kids under the age of two and you know
0: so yeah and that's the thing two people need to understand because a majority and i mean like a big majority of muslim women wear niqab because it makes them feel like their relationship to god is stronger better or maybe not better or stronger but it's important yeah and it's not because someone is telling them they have to wear it or a man is you know what i mean like from yeah. if they're doing it by choice because it makes them feel that's that connection to god you know above all else so it's re- so when you put it in context and now someone's they're being asked to take it off to remove it and it's again for good intentions right yes but yeah it's powerful and it's funny because it's only a panel it's one panel yep. that you cover this in and i was a mess <laughs> i was a mess and i wanted to just like Again, same thing with Huda. Like, I just wanted to like meet your mom and buy her some food and like, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. just take care of her. <laughs> you know, not that she needs it. She's tougher than she I. You wouldn't am.
1: know. Yeah, she'd be like, she's, "What do you? What can I?" Get yeah, you yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have
0: no doubt. She's way tougher than me. And way more courageous than I'll ever be. But um, she's very
1: much like, "Who cares? What? So what? Let's go. Keep going. Let's go." You know, like yeah, it, no, her, no. It Broke her heart. Definitely. Let's move on. Let's time. let's keep. I got going. kids
0: to take care of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But uh, it's just really, but it's and this goes to sort of like, just, you know, your simple story, I I know I keep using the word simple, right? But simple art, simple storytelling, simple language, plain language, and here I am a blubbering mess over it. So again, not a question, just a compliment to you, like so effective, Huda. And maybe, maybe because part of that knows there's, it's based on a truth, maybe, so like when i'm reading star wars it doesn't matter how many people die there's a part of my brain that says this is fiction right this is fantasy you can
1: separate yourself that's right
0: so when it when it's real and because now also because i immerse myself in in the news of the day and i'm very aware of how of of how fucking evil the world can be and how mean people can be that applies for sure but um and that and how much was that also too was true about so your father was here ahead of time
1: yeah, he came yeah a couple years he came at 17 he came a couple okay years, yeah.
0: okay and then was working his ass off to oh, yeah. to, to be able to afford to get yeah. to get everybody over that was the idea
1: well um well he there wasn't everybody it was he was, or, he was sorry he was but, but, <laughs> right 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 he kid, but he was doing right. he was going to college he was right you know and then he decided he wanted to get married at 19 or 20 or something like that yeah, and he then he brought my mom uh he got married to her and really the plan was as it is in the book they were only supposed to stay a couple of years that's right then,
0: uh, <laughs> so, are, are they still are. in michigan where are they now
1: uh well my parents are divorced so my father oh, okay sorry i didn't know that. And, yeah. which if you i have another book called that can be arranged it does uh, mention I, that so if you if you want to pick up another and, and get immersed again it's that yeah. can be arranged but uh, but yeah no my parents did get divorced and uh my mother is still in michigan my father is in florida
0: okay yeah Um, well, it's, uh, it's quite a, quite a story with, with, uh, with your family. (laughs) It's just so I'm just kind of flipping through it now. I'm just laughing all over again (laughs) and the sisters, but, uh, yeah, it's so filled with wonderful characters, uh, wonderful, again, universal truths that I think everyone, everyone like, regardless of, of your background and age or faith, can relate to this or non-faith, non faith, you know, if you're an unbeliever, there's, there's a like myself, there's a million things in this book that you can take from and appreciate, I think. And uh, I can't wait till more people are getting their hands on it because I think people are going to love this oh, book yeah. very, very much. Um, I hope you're you must be pretty happy with the end result. I assume
1: I am. I always, yeah. you know, I'm very critical of myself, though. So I just yeah. feel like I could do better. There's places where I could definitely have done better, but um, I think some people are going to not like how quickly I cut off the ending, but that's okay. I am working on a sequel, so you guys will be hopefully appeased. But
0: um oh, but, but it's 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 a it's a, it's really a slice of life though, isn't it?
1: It really is. I yeah. I kind of yeah. I hope that I I, mean, I I kind of hope that that's what people it was it was intentional. It was not supposed to have this type of closure, you know, happy everything's okay kind of ending. It is supposed to be like this continues. There's a lot more and we don't know where is at yet and she's not finished.
0: Maybe she's going to get the plaid jacket back out of the closet. We don't know.
1: Oh, no, those are all good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this... uh they used to
1: call me Al Borland. I didn't put that joke in because I felt like it was, you know, dated, but they used to call me Al Borland.
0: Um, <laughs> this, uh, yeah, like, it's so weird because, I mean, we're recording this way ahead of time. This book comes out in November, November <laughs> 2nd. Um, have a really, really, really great rest of the year and a great launch are you do you get really anxious around a release time or are you pretty cool about it these days or
1: yeah i think it's just because i finished this so long ago that i'm yeah. just it's it's like I'm, I'm super excited i'm just like yes can't wait finally
0: right <laughs> yeah can't yeah wait. we want the world to see it so uh what's next then the next the follow-up to this one or
1: uh yeah that's what i'm working on right now follow-up uh which i don't i, I don't think i can
0: no, no, I'm not asking for details. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
1: But uh but yeah, so follow-up. There will definitely be a sequel. The okay. script is done. I'm just working on some art. So
0: and that uh what's what's the turnaround actually, really quick before I let you go? Like how how long did Huda for you take?
1: Uh it took about nine months. Okay. Um, but that was that's very quick for a graphic novel. Um I uh like a lot of people, a lot of artists, graphic novel, you know, will spend like three years um doing it. And so I I feel like I cheated a little bit <laughs> I, I just was very i did it very quickly but again i think i have the um my art is very simple you know not a lot of detail not a lot of background so yeah. i was able to get it done um so it's about nine months this one's going to take a little bit longer but um because i'm trying um, to give a little bit more detail on, on some of the scenes but yeah.
0: okay okay um i again i know you can't talk about details but can we expect it next year or is it going to be like 2023 I think it's 2023. Okay. All right. Yes. It'll make us wait a whole year. I know. <laughs> okay. um, Huda, I can't thank you enough. This was so much fun for me. Um, I love this book very much. Um, and I loved uh, Are You Hot in This, too. I hadn't read the arranged marriage one. I have That's the one I haven't read yet, but uh, it, I, which I is weird because I read I uh, Are, Are You me? Hot in This when it came out so I don't know where I fell off the tracks, but
1: well, it came out during COVID. It came out and right. Was, yeah. And unfortunately, there was not a big, right. like. literally March of last year, it came out and, right, that's exactly right, right. and everything happened. And all of my launch things were out the window. They didn't know how to do anything virtually at the time. So unfortunately that one fell by the wayside, which sucks because it's one of the funniest things I love. La- I I'm very critical of myself. Uh, and even I, you know, I love this book. I love it just makes me laugh every time I read it. So if you don't get a chance, that could. It doesn't,
0: like I said, it makes no sense. I guess I we'll sure we'll blame the pandemic, but <laughs> just, but uh, I don't. But it's funny because I love the first one. I love this new one. Uh, so I mean, I, I have no doubt uh, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to I'm going to download it and watch. it. I'm going to read it today. Yeah. Um, so Huda, thank you so much. Uh, please enjoy the rest of your week. And yes, good luck with the launch.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Steve. You too. Enjoy the rest of your week as well.
0: There you have it. Another episode of Everything's Canon all wrapped up. Huge thanks to Huda for taking the time to chat with me. It's plain to see how much I love this book, one of my favorites of 2021, in fact, and how much I adore her author. Huda FRU is out now, so pick up a copy wherever books are sold and head on over to hudafami.com for more information. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen and head on over to cinelinks.com for the latest movie, TV, books, and gaming news. Please continue to be safe out there. Bye for now.